Catch me being the one leaking group texts. <laughs> I, That's my new goal in the in twenty twenty one. I wholly expect uh, that all the bits of audio that uh, <laughs> you've cut from episodes are being compiled for a, a TikTok release. Dude, most of the bad ones are me though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like that's they're... partially why you're collecting them of me, just to hold me mm-hmm. hostage. Because I, kn- I know you're saving my audio. You're always recording these Zoom calls so you can use them later. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this is a bad angle for me. I look so scary. What? You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave this meeting. That's what I thought. Just the loudest recording in progress. <laughs> I thought I'd be more subtle. <laughs> Welcome to a new I... edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. Cheers. This is a game show podcast where one of us continually for the past nine weeks is quizzed on movies they haven't seen. And the other one is sometimes. I'm your co-host, Ethan, and this is your other co-host. Wesley. Now, out of habit, I called myself co-host. I will not be regaining that title for at least another four weeks. Four weeks? We, we got this. Up, then we, we got, got the wrap-up. We got complicated. It's Complicated. We got Joey. And then who knows what's coming after that? Super Bad is coming. Hey, everyone. Super Bad is coming. Hey, Takara in particular. I like that I just casually mentioned our next guest host, and we're just going to skate right past that. I have to coordinate times with him. No, we don't. He'll, he'll know. <laughs> he'll come when he gets the Zoom link. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to drop it in our group chat on Twitter, and he'll know that it's time. And if he's not free... We're going to well, actually just tweet it at him. <laughs> uh, but we'll only let him in through the waiting room. Uh, Wes, what's the current score? Uh, current score is Ethan 64 and a half out of what? A possible 140. 140? Yeah, 140. So, not good. That's like a 40-something percent. <laughs> yeah. I think we did at the end of last episode. Boy, uh, last episode was long. I forgot to edit it all week until Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Two hours of content in one evening? I got it. <laughs> and it's up. You got it, folks. <laughs> if you're listening to this, you'll probably listen to that one. I think it was a good episode. It was a good episode of content. Me too. I had a good one. time with it. Let me turn on a lamp. This is dim. My desk is now in Milwaukee, along with my desktop computer, so I am 
on a uh, TV tray with my Surface Pro. Hey, we are in not too dissimilar situations. <laughs> I don't have a desk yet, and I have to buy it, and I'm waiting till my next paycheck, so that'll be a couple more days. Ah, ah. <laughs> Last week on the podcast, West quizzed me. West quizzed me on Star Wars Episode Seven. The L- Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Uh, I have since watched it, and we are going to review my answers, and maybe the movie. Might be a little light on movie review. Okay. Uh, That's a joke. joke. (laughs) I thought you were... A little part of me thinks that you were just telling me what I wanted to hear. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, when I was texting you, I was just super busy when I finished the movie, and... I did not mean to be so short with you when I was complimenting it, <laughs> but I part of me knew my short reply and like me ignoring your praise of the movie to ask when you wanted to record was going to just spike your adrenaline. <laughs> so I just didn't follow up. Luckily, I was eating half a pan of nachos and uh, a margarita last night, so my anxiety was fine, but... My paranoia was still <laughs> picking up on it. We can only control so much of our fear at once. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. So some open-ended questions first. I asked you, what do you know about it? Uh, you said it's a hotly debated movie. For that, I gave you <laughs> half a point. <laughs> <laughs> right out the gate. Um, you said it is... Pretty much just a rehash of episode 5, much like episode 4 is uh, pretty much redone with The Force Awakens. I will... May I uh, interject here? Sure. Episode 8 is not not episode 5, but it is much more nuanced in its presentation than episode 7. Yes. I would say it has... It rhymes. (laughs) Shut up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Honestly, though, this movie rhymes with episode five more than any other movie rhymes with another movie. <laughs> it's, um, it's a rhyme more than a repetition, which... <laughs> yes. Which is appreciated. Um, it's different, I think, in important ways. Um, oh. And... So, I... That's why I'm sticking with half a point so far. Um... You said Ray is going to train with Luke, and we're going to figure out where he is. Uh, Luke sacrifices himself. Um, No one in the main cast dies. Finn goes undercover as a stormtrooper. Snoke is training Kylo. Chewbacca dies, maybe? (laughs) Kylo has a crisis of consciousness. Considers joining Resistance for a while, um, while fighting Luke specifically, and Fuck. <laughs> uh, Poe is just up to piloting uh, shenanigans. Not much story for him. I I gave you a half point in total. Um, you got some story points, but. 
I would say most character development is wrong for the most part for what you were saying. Kyla Ray was mostly just training. Yeah. Um, she develops Kylo's she develops a relationship with Kylo and feels kind of drawn to try, try to turn him. Mm-hmm. Um, Kylo kind of starts developing his own kind of self-interests. What does he want out of everything? Mm-hmm. Um, Again, walks the path that Anakin from the prequels should have walked. <laughs> yes. Um, Finn kind of goes undercover, but not so much as a stormtrooper. Uh, yeah, I out of the two costumes he could have worn, I picked the wrong one. <laughs> And Poe does have a storyline. Um, it's a lot of pilot stuff. It is, but I would... If you s- simplify it, it's a lot of just bebopping around as a pilot. But uh, he does get uh, challenged on his toxicity in a way that Han never was. <laughs> mm-hmm, that's true. So I'll give yeah. you half a point. All right. Fine for now. <laughs> If I don't have more points at the end of this one. <laughs> mm, well, we'll see about that. <laughs> what if he... My score on this quiz directly affects my feelings on the movie. Uh-oh. What, do... <laughs> <laughs> what does Luke do with the lightsaber Ray hands him? Uh, you said he either shows off that secret third blade that was always on it... <laughs> It was time. It was time to see the third blade. (laughs) Or uh, he just demonstrates that he doesn't need it because he has one of his own. (laughs) Somewhat close. Uh, He does demonstrate that he does not need it, but he does do that by throwing it over his shoulder. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Which almost every fanboy despises in this movie. It makes sense. Why would you be mad at that? Because, uh, I'll get into it later. <laughs> but yeah, he throws it over his shoulder, which leads to my favorite Porg scene where one Porg is looking down the hilt of it while another one's stopping <laughs> trying to <laughs> turn it off. Kill that Porg! <laughs> I don't like Porgs, dude. I don't like them. You don't like them? I thought they I were... I thought they were... They're very much Ewok stand-ins, but they're handled better. I feel like they're more comical. I think it's just... I think they just scare me in their physical appearance. <laughs> I think that, I just don't like how they look. Because I like that Chewbacca becomes a Porg mommy, but... <laughs> After almost eating one, which we'll get into. Yeah. Well, the, the Porgs were... Um, as you talk about maybe at another point. I don't think you do. Might have been last episode. Or two episodes ago. You said that the Porgs are like uh, essentially just uh, there for merchandise. Which they definitely are designed yeah. that way. But um, it turns out on that island it was so riddled with puffins. That they oh. that they had to come up with some CGI solution to cover them up. <laughs> Interesting. So anytime there was a puffin in real life, they just slapped a porg where it was. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. 
And when you get like long distance shots of the island and you see stuff flying, those are actual birds. Ah. Uh, porgs can't there's no way porg could fly. They're <laughs> shaped wrong. They're essentially eggs. <laughs> also, most important about porgs, as I've discussed on the podcast before, eyes, front of their head, those are predators. <laughs> You think they could eat something with those big, like Garfield-like lips? <laughs> it's not a matter. It's not a matter of whether or not they could. They are biologically designed to hunt and kill prey. Yeah, well, maybe that's why there's no other species besides the caretakers on the. <laughs> yep, that's what I'm saying. They're gremlins. <laughs> How does Poe grow throughout the movie? He doesn't. <laughs> Hot, uh, he, you said he's a hotshot pilot who, er, who learns about gray areas. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that's true. I disagree. I figure, <laughs> <laughs> I think I have always taken Poe's story of growth as becoming more of that of a leader and not so much of like a Han Solo. Like, you can't just wing it. You can't come up with a plan on the fly. You can't put all your hopes on one scheme. Which I would call a gray area. Um, There's no (laughs) one plan that's going to get you through something. You have to have backups. And that's what I call a gray area. I don't... don't Am I just changing... Am I changing a definition of a word (laughs) so that I can get points? Maybe, but that's also what I would call a gray area. <laughs> I'll give you a quarter of a point for change. Yeah, pity quarter. <laughs> it's about time we bet another quarter. Come on. You know what else it's time for? A quick sink. Three, two, one. All right. Did you miss? <laughs> <laughs> I had a very solid clap. I saw you miss both your hands. <laughs> what is Rose's backstory? Uh, you correctly identified that she's a resistance engineer. Um, she wants to be on the front lines. And the reason why fans find her annoying is she's just constantly begging to be put on the front lines. Half? Half half correct? I gave you a half point for identifying that she's an engineer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, her backstory is her sister was in the infantry in one of the bombing ships. Mm-hmm. She dies, which causes Rose to be very upset. Uh, she doesn't want people just pulling heroic moves. So when she's on the ship, she stops anyone from deserting by tasing them and taking them to the brig. <laughs> Which is awesome. <laughs> Which she does to Finn. Um, yeah. But in terms of backstory, I'd say, yeah, that, that's about it. Yeah. She's got plenty of story in the movie, but backstory, that, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you think the fans find her annoying? <laughs> um, uh, the romance with Finn would probably upset people. Because I feel like that doesn't need to happen. And also that 
she does try to stop Finn from doing hero shit at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And also she's an Asian American woman, which would probably <laughs> yes. upset white fans. Yes. Uh, and because uh, the typical incel white man, because she's not wearing bright red lipstick like Ray is for the whole movie, would find her not conventionally attractive, maybe. Mm-hmm. Her wig is also really bad in this movie. Her wig? Her wig or the way they styled her hair just doesn't look good. Mm. I feel like they tried to make it scruffy. Mm. It kind of looks taped on. Mm. I've never seen um, I just don't like how it looks. I do like Rose as a character, though. Surprise. <laughs> Someone has race solidarity here. Honestly, I think she's a more... <clears throat> she's a better developed character than Poe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she's given quite a bit more. Uh, if I can say so as well, I think she's a more developed character than Ray. Fair enough. <laughs> Ray <laughs> is really, uh, I think with, with each movie is revealed to be less of a strong female character as a female character who is strong. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, she is a plot device yes. in this movie. <laughs> What character? And, yeah, uh, I'll talk about it later. Okay. What characters from previous movies die in this move? In this one, said Chewbacca. He's good. Yeah, he's good. I think he kind of just <laughs> fucks off for a little bit. There are so many points in this movie where I was like, "Wait, where's Chewbacca? <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't he helping?" <laughs> um, There's. It, I, I specifically remember it as soon as uh, we see the resistance on the salt planet. Mm-hmm. Um, I turn to Kira and I go, where's Chewbacca? What the <laughs> fuck is he doing? He's with Ray still at that point. Yeah, I didn't know that because I, they say Ray escaped on Snoke's escape pod. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, but where's Chewbacca? Um, Bail Organa, uh, aka Snoke, dies in this movie. <laughs> That's correct. It is correct. Bail Organa, as Snoke, <laughs> does die. We do get a monologue where Snoke says, Don't you wonder who I am? I am former Senator Bail Organa. <laughs> and then he dies. <laughs> yes. Uh, Snoke does die. You said Leia. Or does he? Because he is cut in half in the same way as Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Could be alive. It'll be interesting for you uh, in the next quiz. Um, You said Leia dies. Uh, Surprisingly, no. Yeah, no. But uh, Which makes it more fucked up for the next movie. And I was talking to Kira about it. Sounds like, and seems like, a lot was planned for that character. Mm-hmm. It was, and that just won't happen. It was always planned that like each original character of the original movies, Han, Luke, and Leia, would be like a pivotal character in each of these movies. Like they would each get their mm-hmm. own. Um, yeah, huge bummer. Yep. Uh, you said Monkey Man would die. 
fuck no. I got to see him again. Was I happy about it? No. <laughs> my love for Monkey Man is wholly eclipsed by my love for Kai, the fish face man. <laughs> um, he also said Luke would die. Which he does. Sure do. Not sure how. But I think he exerts himself so much by see, force no, no, no. projecting that's, himself. That's the thing. Is like I'm able to rationalize how, but no one specifically says how. And maybe it would have been worse if they did. <laughs> if you had heard Ray say to Leia at the he end when died of the a Millennium broken Falcon. heart. <laughs> Did you think Leia was actually going to die when she was blown out of the ship? Um, For a second, yeah, I did think that was going to happen. I thought it sucked if that was yeah. going to be how it went down. <laughs> uh, yeah, I fell for it in the theater. I was like, it was like a gut punch when it happened. <laughs> it's like, that's bullshit. <laughs> like, what a brutal way for her to die. But then it turned into a lot of fan people, a lot of toxic fanboys take issue with leia being able to save herself like the force they already described what the force was prior to that scene happening yeah so yeah it makes sense she's also the only character in the movie franchise to demonstrate force flight but she is in space so Mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter it's like a force pull she's pulling herself towards the door i don't know but either reverse way, reverse tractor beam, <laughs> a suck beam. Tractor. tractor beam is a suck beam, Ethan. <laughs> maybe she's sucking the door towards. Maybe she's sucking the ship towards. Maybe yeah, she maybe wasn't she's <laughs> staying completely still. You don't know that. It's just the framing that made it look like she was going towards the ship because people would have complained if it was the other way around. Either way, they complain. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Complaints are coming. <laughs> I I'm thought one right now. I thought it was a great scene. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Uh, so until you get sick, I give you a full point for you guessed uh, a number. You guessed two people. I got correct. I got two out of five, so that's a full point. Yeah. So oh, yeah. <laughs> you're leaving open-ended questions with two and a quarter points. Less than the average, but I'll take it. By a quarter. (laughs) (laughs) Multiple choice. What do Rose and Finn watch slave children doing on the planet Canto Bite? Fake answers were serving drinks, pod racing. Your answer, building resistance and first order ships. Or uh, the correct answer, which you also wanted to be true, but didn't think it would be. Riding animals. Yep. Fathers. Yes. I... Look at those fathers go. <laughs> Happy Fathers Day. <laughs> Honestly, if uh, Star Wars Twitter ever steals that from you, you should sue. I should. I'm going to patent Happy Fathers Day <laughs> right now. Um. I really like that sequence of the escape 
because it gave me closure on Tiny Man that was shoving tokens into BB-8. <laughs> uh, who is my favorite character in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> who was also motion captured by Mark Hamill. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad to hear that he got to do a comedic role in this movie. Yeah, he, uh... Not to say that Luke in this movie wasn't funny. He did have funny moments. Yeah. Um, the only way I think that escape scene would have been improved, I said this immediately after I saw this movie for the first time, was if that opera singing alien lady had appeared up several times <laughs> throughout yep. the chase. Go, no, I, I thought I thought it was funny when we saw her. I needed to see her more than that. <laughs> she needed to be established before that scene. And then keep showing up. <laughs> There's several of them on the way. And that's why instead of that opera woman, it should have been the Jedi Rocks alien. <laughs> In the middle of doing a reprise. Shout <laughs> <Shana! laughs> <Wow. laughs> Uh Yeah, anything else to say? Yeah, so the fake answer that I did choose that does appear... Mm-hmm later in the movie uh when benicio del toro is talking about the ship that they're on yeah uh this movie goes real anti-military industrial complex and i think that's the shit yeah it's about time honestly one of these <laughs> movies explores. takes a harder anti-war stance <laughs> yes. by picking something very concrete It's yeah. He's kind of a bummer though because Iron Man One already did it. <laughs> there can only be one anti-war movie. Only one anti-military industrial complex movie, and Iron Man One already did it. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I was going to mention that too. I think it's a very interesting um, aspect, and it's about time that like someone who is morally gray, like. Benicio del Toro's character. Establishes. Benicio del Toro is a character I've wanted to exist in Star Wars the entire time I've been watching these movies. <laughs> Did you find his stutter annoying at all? No, I thought no. it was a cool vocal affectation. I did too, but a lot of people took issue. <laughs> maybe it could be considered offensive. I don't have a stutter. Yeah. So maybe it's ableist of me to call a fake stutter cool. Yeah. But I think most people who took issue with it were not calling it out for being ableist. Yeah, you're allowed to say that it's ableist. You're not allowed to say that it's not fucking cool. (laughs) Why is Luke in exile? Um, Fake answers. He introduced his nephew to Snoke. Snoke weed every day. He is exploring an alternative to the dark and light. Your answer, he lost in a duel when he tried to stop Kylo. Um, kind of true. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't establish it as much of a duel. <laughs> one guy was hey, one guy was laying down like half asleep. One guy was asleep, so. <laughs> and it ended almost Luke immediately. Threw down the glove. Luke threw down the glove. It was a it was a duel. Um and the, the constabulatory answer... would be on my side. <laughs> The correct answer is 
Uh, he uh, tried. He tried to kill Kylo. Yeah, he. Well, he's devastated over creating Kylo. Yeah, that makes sense. That would probably that that might make me upset for a little bit, but I'd get over it. Go back to playing some Lego Star Wars and feel fine. So you don't get the point. Get over it. <laughs> that's but literally that's. What so many fanboys <laughs> have said. I had a cousin did, who literally Star Wars was like one of his chief personality traits. He has invested hundreds of dollars Never into good. Star Wars memorabilia. And he literally said to me, it's like, you're telling me Luke Skywalker, the guy who blew up a battle station with thousands of people on board is devastated that Kylo Ren killed all of his Padawans? His nephew. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, because maybe that's actually an improvement. Maybe Luke should have been a little more devastated over killing so many people. (laughs) I I actually really like that moment for Luke. I think that's a a really tough thing to have to deal with. Yeah, like... His proclivity with the Force. He's literally told by his mentors he has to bring the Jedi back. He has to Mm -hmm. pass on what he's learned, and he failed miserably. Mm -hmm. But another thing that's weird is that during that story, he says that Kylo took some of the students with him. Where are they? It was... (laughs) I think it's supposed to lead into believing that they become part of the Knights of Ren. Don't even know what those are yet. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what? I, I mean, I heard that part. <laughs> I heard that part and I was like, ah, so they'll be coming back in the next movie or a TV series. <laughs> I also found the fact that Luke tells that story three times and each one is different. Like Rashomon, baby. We need more Rashomon. A movie I watched the first 25 minutes of and need to finish. (laughs) And I also have never seen. Um, But yeah, I... It starts cool. (laughs) I appreciate characters lying for once in the Star Wars universe. Good characters lying. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which goes into the bonus question. Uh, how honest is Luke about his reasoning? You said he's a big old liar. He's a big old liar. <laughs> Lies several times. So you get the, for once, you get the bonus point. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I'm quitting. I'm quitting the show. Yeah. <laughs> I've already won. Hang your hat on that. What does Poe do when Lord Dern is put in temporary charge of the Resistance? I thought it was, what doesn't he do? Oh, yes. What doesn't Poe do? So, you picked the one thing he doesn't do. <laughs> no, one of... What? No. What? One of the three things yeah. that he does do. Yeah, one of the things Probably definitely he does. does. Do. Uh, the one thing he doesn't do is... Which is the right answer would have been the right answer is lead an unauthorized x-wing squadron assault i didn't really know what that meant at the time (laughs) (laughs) 
You don't know what an X-wing is at this point. I know what an X-wing is. I just don't know what type of assault. You don't know what an assault. Look, they is. don't really establish <laughs> Poe is any sort of military tactician. They said in the last movie that is the best pilot the Resistance had. Pilot doesn't mean commander. I suppose. And that's why Leia demotes him. Yeah. And slaps him in the face because he's not a good commander. Mm-hmm. Not a good leader. Uh, which is another thing people have issue with. Ryan Johnson's feminist agenda. Um. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Leia loved Han for being the hot shot that he was. Why would she take issue with Poe? <laughs> I have I have no issues with the with Poe's treatment in this movie. That that was a good storyline and needed to happen. Laura Dern was a weird character, uh, because it feels like I should have known more about her. Yeah. It would have made more sense if and, it was like Mon Mothma or something. Yeah, there are just a lot of like really sentimental scenes about Holdo. And I, I just I didn't feel anything like that towards the character. Mm-hmm. They just established that she was an old friend of Leia. But it's like, well, they linger on stuff just a little too long to the point where I'm like, I, there's no way that it felt, it could feel that earned, I guess. Yeah. So the things that does, (laughs) so the things that uh, Poe does do is he organizes a mutiny and tries to take control. Um. I think that's one of the succeeds. Yeah, succeeds um, temporarily. Uh, I do like how C three PO is wrangled into that mutiny. Yep, is he? <laughs> Every time I saw C three PO in this movie, I was like, "Don't tell him shit. He's a fucking <laughs> narc." Uh, I'm mad that he doesn't have his new arm that he was so excited about in the last movie. Well. <laughs> We, Did they repaint it? No, what you see actually at the end of Force Awakens is uh, apparently the actor, Anthony Daniels, had put up such a fuss about the fucking red arm to J.J. Abrams that in the last shot, when everyone's waving Ray goodbye, you do see C-3PO with his regular arm. <laughs> what, is, what is Anthony Daniels' deal? <laughs> Like, he, he thinks he owns fucking C-3PO. And honestly, sure, an actor should have some ownership of a character. But the the links to which Anthony Daniels goes for the most minute parts of C-3PO is crazy. He's insane. <laughs> yes. The actor is insane. I still love C-3PO, but the actor is toxic. <laughs> I think that's the reason why anytime C-3PO appears, I'm like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Because I, I feel like I can just imagine Anthony Daniels going, I really think I should be on screen right now. <laughs> Please let me write my own lines. Mm-hmm. And that's why, Wes, if you ever go to Star Tours uh, in either of the Disneys and you see that C-3PO is your tour guide, I think you'll be really excited. And I go, I hate this damn droid so much. And finally, your answer, he gets stunned by Leia, too. What develops between Rey and Kylo in this movie? Fake answers were nothing notable. 
Um, I could argue that nothing notable occurred. I don't know about that. Um, Be- uh, because when you say something develops, that makes it sound like something happened over the course of time. But what I know the correct answer to this question is the psychic force link that they share. Yeah. That allows them but to that's communicate. Not developed. But that's not their developed. Their communication develops, though, over time. Sure, their communication develops, but it was all manufactured by Snoke, who has this psychic force leaking power. So I wouldn't call that a development so much as one single action. Either way, that was used over the. Either of way, time. you picked the wrong um, answer because <laughs> you picked a rivalry to prove who is stronger in the Force, which is not the Jedi way, Ethan. It's the dark way. Yeah. It's the Sith way. It's what I believe in. Uh, you also didn't take the red meat of a romantic attraction. <laughs> Apparently, J.J. Abrams did. <laughs> he saw the scene where Kylo was shirtless, and he's like, oh, Ray wants him. <laughs> Which is so funny to me. That shot is hilarious. Why did they dress him like that? And honestly, what Ray's funniest line in the whole movie is just like, can you put on a cowl or something? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything about Kylo is distracting. <laughs> they intentionally yeah. like that's how he wants to present himself. It's just so clear that every filmmaker and writer just loved like writing and creating Kylo's character. Mm-hmm. How does the resistance escape the first order at the end? Uh, fake answers were. Finn seemingly sacrifices himself while they escape. Nope, wasn't allowed. Ray sneaks on board Snoke's ship and kills him. I mean, that's not how, but that is a thing that happens. Yes. Poe offers them Leia as a captive on her insistence. The one thing that doesn't even happen, not even close to happening, <laughs> and which was my answer. And the correct answer... Uh, Luke distracts. Projected Luke. In a pretty cool scene, I think. I think that scene was really fucking cool. That reveal, I actually liked a lot. I was, that's like one of the few times I've actually been absolutely captivated in an, like an action movie, like in theaters. Like I was like on the edge of my seat because I was like, what the hell is going on? Like, I know all the rules of this universe. Like, how is he? There's no way he's like refl- like reflecting all of these. I, I believe that he had become strong enough in the force to like stop all of those projectiles from hitting yeah. him. But when he gets cut in half, my brain was like trying to rash- rationalize it. Like, oh, Kylo couldn't do it, so he turned off his lightsaber in between, <laughs> and then the reveal actually happens. And I'm like, whoa, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and usually I don't like the whole like dust off your shoulder or something like that i always think that's like kind of contrived but i actually thought it was pretty badass in this instance so i know i know that you haven't played any more of yakuza zero <laughs> because you can see my steam <laughs> because i can see that you have it um but there's something that happens in those games all the time when there's a serious moment and I saw him reach to his shoulder, and I was like, oh, I know what's going to happen. <laughs> he's going to grab his shoulder, and he's going to rip off his cloak. <laughs> and then it's just going to be him with no shirt, ready to fight. 
<laughs> and I seriously thought that was going to happen. <laughs> Until he brushed his shoulder and I went, oh, wait, that's a different, that's a different thing. <laughs> and it's going to reveal the cool tattoo on his back. Yeah. I think uh, on rewatch, though, this, Ryan Johnson does a really good job of establishing, like, context clues to show that it actually really isn't Luke there. Um, mm-hmm. He's wearing different clothes. It wouldn't make any... He, he looks exactly like he, he did in the flashbacks, mm-hmm. but not as he does presently. He's wielding the lightsaber that was recently destroyed. Destroyed. Yeah. It doesn't make sense why he has a lightsaber. I do like that he foreshadows that Luke could have left that planet when you see the X-Wing in the water. Mm-hmm. So you can give yourself as an audience member plausible deniability for him getting there. Yeah. It's well done. Yeah, I agree. I also think that planet's really fucking cool. Right? I actually want to go visit that island. <laughs> that's That's one of my favorite planets in the Star Wars series. It is. It's so cool. Because I'm like, they go there, and I'm like, oh, it's Hoth. And then they start stepping in the snow, uh-huh. and you just see them leaving red footprints. And I'm like, what, is this guy so cold that he's not wearing shoes that he's bleeding all over the ground? But it just makes for a really cool set piece. <laughs> or yeah. yeah. And also makes for, I think, the dumbest line in this movie, but also, like, mildly funny, the uh, infantry guy who <laughs> takes a lick of it and then spits oh, it out. Salt. <laughs> Why does he spit it out if it's salt? It's gross. Have you ever just had a spoonful of salt? Yeah, I had the one last night. I was drinking margaritas. <laughs> I think you're drinking margaritas wrong. You take one swig and then pour a bunch of table salt in your mouth. Ooh, sour! <laughs> so, in a weird uh, development, your only point coming out of multiple choice was the bonus. <laughs> True or false? Uh, Chewbacca eats a roasted porg. You said true. You should have. I would have done it. <laughs> I would have fucking done it. I thought it was actually pretty funny that he actually roasted one. <laughs> and mm-hmm. he didn't take the fucking legs off. <laughs> yeah. What's weird about porgs is it also didn't look like he took the eyes out. <laughs> Like, the, there's no neck, so it's just one <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, true. I, quivering lip to that porg be damned. <laughs> I, I straight up would have eaten it. True or false, Leia dies in this movie. You said true. Mm-hmm. She doesn't. True or false, Anakin Skywalker appears as a force ghost at the end of this movie. <laughs> You bullied me into saying true. It's false. True or false? Luke introduces Ray to Yoda's Force Ghost. Is it true? Fuck. It is false. His Force Ghost isn't. His Force Ghost is in that movie. I really like that sequence mm-hmm. a lot, um, because I think it's important. Because Luke was taught how to be a Jedi wrong. Yeah. Um. So Yoda being able to return as a Force Ghost and just. Continue being better, Yoda. <laughs> also, still a puppet, which was rad. Yeah, it was great. Frank Oz returned to puppet it. Um, mm-hmm. And also, Yoda gets one of his funniest lines of, 
page turners. They were not. <laughs> yeah. I, I love the part where he goes, did you read them? <laughs> well. <laughs> it looks like, uh, no. <laughs> Some of them. <laughs> Shutting down organized religion right quick. But it was a smart way to handle yeah. it, and uh, I liked it. True or false? It would not have made sense for Ray to meet Yoda. Yeah, no. But wait, true or false? Ray has fuck. Ray has a good relationship with the locals on Octu. You said false. She has a bad oh, relationship. Yeah. No, she doesn't. <laughs> uh, what do you think about the locals? I love them. I would die for them. <laughs> They're just trying to do their job. They're trying to live their life the way they always They're trying to live their life. The temple may have been destroyed, but that doesn't mean everything's gone. Somebody's got to take care of this shit, and maybe it's all these hot fish women. (laughs) Uh, There's a lot of... They have a lot of great slapstick, and there's a great deleted scene of them as well. Um, Oh, the part uh, where they're walking... Uh, just underneath one of those pads uh-huh. when Ray slashes that thing open and it bounces past them and they just look at it all confused going, oh. <laughs> there's, a, Incredible. there's a great deleted scene where it's like another lesson of Luke's and um, she senses like, no, it's like a, a group of tribe, like tribal people who have been uh, atta- supposedly attacking the locals and she like completely falls for it and then like leads an assault on this group and it turns out to just be the locals themselves having a party (laughs) (laughs) uh what else did i write uh regarding the training sequence uh one of my biggest laughs in this movie was when luke asks ray to reach out to feel the force (laughs) um (laughs) and then tickles her hand (laughs) she actually reaches her hand out he rolls his eyes and then he starts slapping her with a leaf to fuck with her. And she goes, I can feel it. It must be really strong with you. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. True. Uh, yeah. I didn't I didn't say this at the time, but I was going through my notes and I want to say it. This means nothing to you, but maybe it does to the rest of my California audience. Uh, Canto Blight is Huntington Beach. Uh, well, that means everything is to just... me. <laughs> Well, I mean, you might have seen it in the news. No. Uh, there's some Trump rallies going on over there mm. in California. But it's very much just the richest people in California who want nothing to do. Uh, there's that guy who's saying, there's a fucking spaceship on the beach. It's not supposed to be parked there. It's ruining my view. <laughs> Thought that was funny. Yeah. Um, true or false, Luke blames the Jedi for allowing Palpatine to wipe them out. What did I say? You said true. Did I say true? He doesn't? I, I don't... He does. He does at one point. He does He does blame the Jedi. Uh, it, it's at one point where Rey is like, you need to come back. You need to bring the Jedi back. And he Yep, yep, I like, remember. Uh, and, and he starts blaming the Jedi for always being hypocrites and for. Yep, I I wrote that in my notes. I was like, very nice that <laughs> we took the right lessons from the prequels and are making fun of them here. Yes, but in like a positive way. I and honestly, I do think George Lucas intended the Jedi 
to have seeded their own demise, but he just did it so poorly that it was it was directed and shot wrong, but I feel like it was there. <laughs> there are good movies in the prequels. It's just not the one that you're watching. <laughs> Someone could have done it better. I don't know who. <laughs> and I don't know exactly how, but there are pieces of information in there that are worth the time. Yes. And then finally we move to the screen grab question. Uh... I hate this fucking thing. I hate it. It's just chilling out on the beach. That's a fully sentient creature. That Luke just walks up to, milks it. Drinks the milk. Sure, you can do it to a cow. Hasn't said shit. (laughs) Milks it, drinks it, lets all of it drip down his face. It probably does taste just like bantha milk. I personally love this <laughs> so fucking much. It's so absolutely disgusting and comes out of left field. You could cut this scene from this movie and lose nothing. I know you would disagree. <laughs> It establishes how Luke has created a routine and how he nourishes himself. First, he angrily trots down to the beach, milks a guy, (laughs) drinks it, completely upset about it, climbs up a hill, stabs a fish, carries the fish back to his house and eats it. That's his whole routine. You said that these were nipple monsters. You got a point. (laughs) Uh, This is on Octu. They're beach monsters (laughs) that get harvested. Got another Another point. point. (laughs) Um, What gets harvested from them? You said milk. You got another point. (laughs) point. Uh, You said this is in the early part of the movie and that Luke's fucking them. (laughs) <laughs> he might be fucking them we just got that part removed so also is draining them of milk fucking them we don't know <laughs> we don't know their biology so you incredibly got four points <laughs> <laughs> the best i've ever done the greatest it's ever been call me the new luke skywalker on one of your least favorite screen grabs you 100 percent did <laughs> Nailed it! Yeah! You know your nipple scenes when you see them. (laughs) When you see four nips stacked up in a row like that, only a couple things could be happening. (laughs) And Ethan knows exactly one of them. (laughs) (laughs) To the final detail, I will get it. So your grand total is nine and a quarter points. Fuck. So... Three quarters worse than The Force Awakens. <laughs> Which, uh, if we get into it, is exactly how much I liked this movie in comparison. <laughs> you have measured it? I've measured it. 
with a measuring tape. Alright, and then before we jump into would you rewatch this movie, some toxicity questions. Mm. Do you care that Snoke is dead now? I did not give a shit about Snoke in the first movie. I certainly don't now. Does Luke... If anything, there are more interesting things that can happen now that he's dead because there's a more new... There are two much more nuanced <laughs> villains in charge than Snoke, who is just evil guy. I hope he comes back. <laughs> okay. Um... Does Luke suck in this movie? Does he suck now more than he does in the original trilogy? No. Do you like him more in this movie than the original? Or do you like him about the same? I think he's... I I, I like him about the same. This feels like a natural progression of where that character would go to me. Do the scenes on Cantobite suck and are they slow? No, I have fun there. Uh, as soon as Benicio del Toro comes, that is one of the more interesting parts of the movie to me. Uh, when Benicio del Toro shows up, it's cool. And finally, is this movie boring? <sighs> this movie is not boring. It is too long, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion. This movie has an ending, and then it keeps going for another 35 minutes. Um, But the parts of this movie that are interesting are what's going on with Luke, what's going on with um, Finn and Rose, and what's going on uh, with Poe and the rest of the Resistance. Kylo is fine, and Rey is not a character. Like, they have stripped her of everything that makes her a person, and she is just a conduit for telling a story about the Force, Mm -hmm. which is fine, but don't kill your main character like that. There's, like, one reference to her backstory at the very end of the movie, and it's good, but why did I have to wait? two hours and 15 minutes to hear about it well i do think on the part about ray's character development they kind of narrow her down to the question a lot of fans wanted to know after force awakens which is like who what's her parentage what's what's her heritage because there were so many Mm -hmm. theories about like she's a skywalker she's obi-wan kenobi's daughter because she's also english uh she's uh related to you know any other star wars character that has existed um or she's immaculately conceived like anakin was um that's my that's still what i think yeah. um uh, she could have she could have nobody junk trading parents but she could also have been immaculately conceived and that's why they didn't care about her right um <laughs> And one would say that might Just be... Just like that boy on Canto Blight. <laughs> and we'll get into that in a second, too. They won't catch me sleeping. <laughs> um, but I I do think the scene where she goes into that pit and she goes to f- try and see 
what she wants. Mm-hmm. Like tries to see who her parents are. She wants to she mm-hmm. wants to be somebody and she discovers that yeah. she really is nobody. Mm-hmm. I think I liked it's, the it's, revelations of that a, scene, but I thought it was a little bit too heady. If that's fair. It's a bit surreal. Mm-hmm. I don't think a, a child would know what's going on. <laughs> no. No. If these movies are for kids, that's not the way to handle that scene. Um. Also, it's very Harry Potter. I kind of expect... <laughs> it, when she put her hand up to the mirror and you see the shadow getting yeah. closer, I went, It's Lily and James <laughs> Potter! <laughs> Um, I do think it's an important, her, the, her development that she's no one. She is, in fact, Ray from nowhere mm-hmm. is important plot device and character development plot device because similar to Empire Strikes Back, where we learned that Luke is the son of Darth Vader, all the anticipation was like, who is Ray? how is she related to what's gone on and mm-hmm. the big reveal. And it is a surprise to a lot of people is that she is related to no one. Um, she's her own person, um, mm-hmm. which I think as we've discussed in prior episodes of the podcast was something that we've taken issue with in the prequels was that mm-hmm. you have to have a certain genetic trait. Yeah. And I think that's cool for Ray. I do think that's important. What I feel sad about mm-hmm. is it does feel set up that Finn could be that too, but his path just doesn't go that way. And I'm very glad he does not die at the end of this movie mm-hmm. because that would have been awful for his character trajectory. Yeah. Like, in the moments I thought he was going to die, I was actually furious. <laughs> right, because after Snoke dies, it literally does feel like anyone's vulnerable. Like anyone can die mm-hmm. at that point. Right. Um, and I'm so glad that in the next movie, they make the choice to let Rose die. <laughs> <laughs> Early on, Leia does it herself. <laughs> yeah. So, just going over your toxicity question. Oh, let's go over your the first question first. Um, would you rewatch Star Wars: The Last Jedi? Uh, yeah, probably. I might fast forward through some bits, but I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I guess I'll talk about that. Um, to me, I think that this could have been episodes eight and nine if you chopped it where I think it ends, and then just went from the salt planet and then extended a little bit further. Because to me, this movie ends right after Snoke dies and um, Kylo offers to stop talking about, you know, the Jedi, the Sith, the Republic. Mm -hmm. Forget about all that. Because I think that's a really compelling place to take the next movie. And because the salt planet is pretty much Hoth, there would be that similarity that works for the start of another movie. Poetry. The rhyming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, at least that's what I was thinking as soon as that scene happened. I was like, cool, this movie is done. I'm, I've eaten the full package. Giving me more will hurt me. Sure. 
Um, it almost feels like that those... being said. Sorry, you can finish. I was going to say that being said, it's not like anything after that point is boring. It's just like I've had too much dessert. You can't keep feeding me more. <laughs> I need to let this settle. Yeah. Like I've been here for too long. I also had to take a major piss like it right at that point in the movie. And I was like, I've been holding this for so long. I need to go. Yeah. I think that's fair. I a lot of people complain about the the pace and length of this movie. A lot of people say that the Canto bite scenes are too long and boring. Um no. I've never felt that way, but I do agree that it does feel like there is an ending and then there's another ending afterwards. Um, I think there could have been a way and, cleverly to edit it together that it all kind of lines up. Like what's happening on the mm. surface is happening at the same time as what's happening on the ship. But I don't know that Ray needed to touch down on the salt planet. Yeah. I think there could have been like parallel climaxes of both kind of, of like return of the jedi with endor and the death star yeah that could have been a lot tighter yeah. um yeah so you would rewatch this movie any other takeaways um i, don't know. I mean overall i enjoyed it um what are some other points that i wrote down uh, the tension in the first scene in this movie is really good. Uh, it feels weird that we are introduced to Snoke in episode seven. And then by episode eight, he's already won and defeated all of the like new Republic. Yeah. It's, I think it's supposed to be the fact it's again, the, what episode seven and I guess this movie too failed to do is like establish what is the new Republic did they have an mm-hmm. army? What is the resistance yeah. in comparison? Yeah. Domino Gleason looks fucking old in this movie compared to the last <laughs> one. Yeah. I was like, what happened <laughs> to him? Um, uh, the general hugs bit was really good because I thought I also felt like it's important for these movies to poke fun at how deadly serious the evil side always mm-hmm. is. Cause that's never happened before. <laughs> what do you think about BB eight in this movie? Did you feel like BB eight was fun? I still love him. Still a lot of good physical comedy. He got to scream mm-hmm. sometimes. And I thought that was good. Did you like uh, his I love fix the part in where... the X wing at the beginning? Where he just... <laughs> I did. I did like that. That was very funny. Um, I like the part, obviously, where he's getting shoved full of tokens, but we do get closure on that because he shoots them out of him like a weapon. Uh, I love when he gets thrown out of the casino, just chucked over somebody's shoulder. Um, yeah, but those are those are my those are my major thoughts. Gotcha. Oh, Rose is very anti-capitalism, and I thought that's why people don't like her. I think there probably is a part of that too. Um. Also, I, I, I've everyone knows my opinion on this movie. I would rewatch this. This is, my, this is probably one of my favorites. Um, I don't get the negativity towards it, but I love it a lot. Uh, I think there's just so many good parts to it, and just from a storyteller perspective as well, this movie just does a great job of 
undercutting expectations in a creative and satisfying way. Um, and I will say the very end of this movie, I think, is what Star Wars is really about, is, you know, you see this little kid, we never learn his name, mm. who turns out to possibly be the hope for the future. And that's like what every kid wants. When that's I saw what that. Every kid wants when they see Yeah, Star no, because it lets every kid think maybe it could yeah. be me next, which I think is really important. Um, I wish we got, honestly, even a couple more kids. I think that would have been yeah. cool. Also from, everyone can call me an SJW, but I think that having a little white boy do it was not my favorite yeah. thing. <laughs> mm, that's fair. <laughs> Uh, maybe it could have been the kid who was really excitedly telling the story about. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also that was like that moment. I thought Star Wars is over. <laughs> we don't need to come back anymore. <laughs> like, because with with the end of this movie, it's like, oh, the cycle continues. Mm-hmm. The Star Wars are never yes. ending. <laughs> There'll always be a new hero. There'll always be a big evil. It's done. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> uh, yeah. And that's that's what I took away from the last scene of this movie. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> Honestly, though, that was Bailey's reaction when I showed her this movie. Uh, I showed it to her after. Rise of Skywalker came out and I told her that I found it disappointing and she's like why on earth and I'm like well now we're gonna have to watch it together and she's like why on earth would I want to watch that <laughs> I feel like this movie gave me all the conclusion I need mm-hmm. like there there are still lingering things for characters stop <laughs> whatever and I've said this about so many movies in the past whatever you come up with in your head is going to be way better than what they put on the screen. Yep. And honestly as well, I want to, like, so this isn't a point that you brought up, but you were talking, one of your criticisms of the last movie was that Luke has become this big legend that he defeated the Empire by himself. Mm -hmm. And I think this movie does a good job of him saying, like, you think I can just wave a lightsaber and destroy the First Order? And, like, he says... Mm -hmm. He, he's realistic about it. And then at the very end, he actually goes and does something mm-hmm. very close to it. <laughs> so I mm-hmm. think they're... I find that very satisfying. Yeah. Benicio Del Toro's too strong. <laughs> I don't understand what he's doing, but he's too strong. <laughs> um... I thought he was in the the ATST that was shooting all the people, and I was like, "That's weird for him to do." And then it's revealed that it's BB-8. And I'm like, "Yeah, fuck yeah!" <laughs> that adds up. <laughs> I was like, "That chick, I didn't know where he was." And of course, um, all right. So toxicity questions. Um, for your answer of, do you care that Snoke is dead? Uh, you give the correct answer. Uh, no, you shouldn't care because <laughs> it's the same. 
He sucks. It's the same thing of like Palpatine dying in the original trilogy. You didn't know anything about him. You just knew that he was some big evil guy. He had no character at that point in time. Like the prequels didn't nope. exist. Like you shouldn't care nope. that he's dying. <laughs> he's literally just a plot device. Um, does Luke suck in this movie? You said no. Uh, you felt like it was a natural progression. Um. I would say most toxic people say that he does suck in this movie, kind of like of what my cousin was saying. Uh, a lot of people feel like it isn't a natural progression. Uh, a lot of people, to me, feel like uh, they really do believe that Luke defeated the Empire by himself. We've talked yeah. about so many reasons that's not the case. Do <laughs> It's weird that Han is acting the way that he is in Episode <laughs> yes. 7. He's an old, old man. <laughs> uh, do the Canto Bite scenes suck? Uh, like I said, a lot of Toxic fans say they're boring and slow and they don't want to see Rose and Finn. Um, uh, you said that they were fun and that they were one of the more interesting aspects of the scene of the movie. Frankly, I wasn't given enough Finn. That's my main complaint about that. Yeah. It's not like I don't like Rose, but it does kind of feel like she overshadows Finn. Sure. Um, is this movie boring? Uh, I think you gave a fair response of that. It's just too long. Uh, so overall, uh, you're going to stay right in place. I think you gave a very non-toxic response to this movie. Hey, we're not talking about anime. There's no reason for me to be toxic, (laughs) dude. I don't give a shit. I don't, I don't sleep here. I don't make my bed in Star Wars. Honestly, no one should at this point. Everyone's soiled. <laughs> Everyone's pissing on it. I'm not sleeping in this doo-doo bed. <laughs> All right. So uh, that was Star Wars The Last Jedi, Episode 8. Uh, we'll... The last Star Wars movie. And so join us next time. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and go to the end of the skywalker saga is what it's now referred to as by disney um doesn't make any sense (laughs) it doesn't make any sense that it's called the end of the skywalker saga star wars episode nine we're back the last the the rise of skywalker um the rise of the last jedi (laughs) In parentheses, he's not actually dead, despite what you saw. <laughs> mm-hmm. We take it back. Sorry, sorry. Hold on. Undo, undo. <laughs> All right. So we're doing the quiz for The Rise of Skywalker. Open-ended questions first. Five points on the line. What do you know about it? We always do it that way. Let's do it. What do I know? Literally nothing. I I don't know anything about this movie. (laughs) Everything I thought I knew about the sequels has already happened. I don't fucking know where we're going from here. And at the end of episode eight, there's no reason this movie should exist. Uh, So, yeah, what's going on? Um, I know. I know that. Um. I know all the stupid bullshit with Kylo and Rey. I know that they fight uh, and then they kiss. 
and then they do something like they did in this movie where there's another force that comes to intercept them and then they fight together and then Kylo dies. I know that happens. Okay. Um, I know that uh, John Boyega's really pissed off about this movie because he doesn't get to do anything. <laughs> uh, so if I had to guess the reason for that all of the cool shit is now going to Poe because he was the fan favorite. And they were like, let's just put him on screen way too much. Uh, so he's going to be the new <laughs> commander of the resistance. Because unfortunately, we lost Carrie Fisher. Bingo, Pongo. Um, so the writers were scrambling to just figure out what the fuck to do with her storyline you mentioned yoda's back uh so let's go ahead and say that ray needs to finish her trading with yoda's force ghost <laughs> and snoke's back too because we need more evil huck, uh, hux's mind has been invaded by snoke and now hux is snoke <laughs> I love the voice and the speed and the level of stress you're coming up with these ideas because I do, I do think it translates well to this movie. Just a little production history background. There was a whole movie plan uh, that was being written and directed by the guy who made Jurassic World. The script has been leaked for it and I actually, I'll, sh I'll share a YouTube video of it because someone's made like a quick summation of it. Um, with some fun animation. It sounds like it would be a, a, a fun movie that would actually be a proper conclusion to this trilogy. Um, but he made a really bad movie that did poorly at the box office. It was like an indie movie and Disney fired him. <laughs> and then hired J.J. Abrams and told him, you have three to four months to write a new movie <laughs> and then start production. So what you're telling me is he was pitching ideas in exactly the same way that I was. And who did he bring on as his co-screenwriter? The screenwriter. George. Of Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. All right. We bring on... <laughs> we... Wait, well, hold on. Hold on. The screenwriter, from what I've read, the, the screenwriter of... Oh, wait, no. Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. That's the same guy as uh, uh, Justice League, right? Uh, I think so. He he I did think it is. Argo I think it is. with uh, Ben Affleck. Because <laughs> um, I, I remember reading that interview with this writer, and it sounds like a lot of the shit that he's written has just been ripped apart by these huge studios. <laughs> yes. But yet he's... So I'm not going to blame yes. him. But somehow he keeps working with the studios. Are you going to turn them down? Look at the studios that are giving him money. But I would... Wes, you are a writer right now. Someone says, hey, I work for Disney. Uh, we're going to be working on the next Star Wars trilogy. You get to pilot where Star Wars goes from here. Are you turning that okay, down? No, but... <laughs> I suppose after a certain point, what if, like, I've worked on s several studio films and my stuff keeps getting changed from what I intended, I would be like, 
I've made enough movie. I've made enough money. I'm going to make my own movies the way I want. But you haven't worked with Disney yet. You get to say that you wrote a feature film for Walt Disney Studios. I thought you were going to say, you get to say you work with Disney. You get to say you are Walt Disney now. They took his brain out of the storage, put it in your body. You're Walt You're Disney just now. describing what Snoke did with Hux. <laughs> I am. All right. Next question. Got a, got a one-track mind because... Snoke's in my brain. <laughs> All because he never gave you that monologue describing who he is. <laughs> my nickname was Snake. And I've worked on it. Oh, I haven't given an update on my Count Dooku movie. Um, what is... <laughs> Too bad. Nope. Next Keep trucking. I have to make dinner. Next question. <laughs> Ethan, what is a Sith Wayfinder? And where is... <laughs> Shut the fuck up! And where is at least one found in the movie? Sith Wayfinder is a thing that lets you find somebody who's got the darkness inside them and they'll be the next, uh, they'll be the one student for you, the Sith Lord. Um, and you can find <laughs> it. Duh, it Maz Kanata's broken down bar. You gotta go back. We gotta go back, Marty. What is Hot Closet really does make the best content. What? Hot Closet makes the best content. <laughs> what is on the planet Exegol? I think that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> They're not going to say it. <laughs> that's the whole question. What's there? Uh... Okay, I'll amend it. I did do this fresh. What is on, what, lightsaber factory? What is on the dark, the planet full of dark and of the dark side of the force? Exegol. Um, more of those wiggly black wormy things from the hole in the Last Jedi. Those, if you eat one, you get so much dark power. Kylo's gonna eat one and resist it, but he's still so powerful. I just described the first episode of Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I realized. You're going to get sued. What force powers does Rey demonstrate in this movie? They're new. New force powers. These are open-ended? Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Say it. <laughs> nope. Well... I need everyone to know that I was thinking of the monsters on the beach when I thought of this and just saw forced titty. <laughs> Ethan's already struggling <laughs> with this quiz. If you don't think that blank titty is the first thought that comes to mind, and I have to fight that every time, you're sorely mistaken. Uh, what new powers, what new powers, what new powers. Force shield, just a big wall of energy. Um, I should say, when I say new, new for her. You said they were new to the series. You, sa you said, you said they were new to the series. No, I said new you force lied to powers. Me. Who are you, Luke Skywalker? <laughs> lying to me? <laughs> Luke would never lie. 
<laughs> she's the first non Sith to use Force Lightning. Force lightning. Uh, she can do the, uh, telecommunication from a a billion miles away now. And force titty. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What does it mean? Uh, it's a lot like... Leave it for J.J. Abrams to demonstrate. (laughs) J.J. knows what force titty looks like. He had to cut it, but he knows. Great deleted scene. What weapon is now threatening the galaxy? Starkiller Base 2! <laughs> this time it's personal. Yes. Starkiller Base 2, Star Wars Episode 9. <laughs> the new Starkiller Base awakens. Alright, we're moving to multiple choice questions. How many times is Ray directly asked... What her last name is. A. Once. B. Twice. C. Thrice. Or D. Zero times. Thrice. I I know that there's... There's a clip where someone just asks, What's your name? Your full name. And I don't know if you're counting that as someone asking specifically what her last yes, name is. I, I am. Like, anytime someone inquires about what her full name is, including her last name. Three times. Three times. Three times. All right. Why the fuck is this movie called The Rise of Skywalker? <laughs> like, I know. Here's the thing. She she probably was the child of two junk traders on Jakku in the, the, the version that Ryan Johnson was working with. Now she's not. <laughs> All right, so the the baby Wesley bonus question is, what is Ray's last name? <laughs> she doesn't give one. She doesn't say. It would be Skywalker, but it's not this time because she refuses to say. Okay. Let the old things die. <laughs> Something J.J. Abrams refuses to do in this movie, keep in mind. Mm-hmm. What becomes of Chewbacca? He's daddy. <laughs> Did he say he's daddy or daddy? He's daddy. He's poor daddy. <laughs> a. Ray accidentally blows him up in a ship. B. He is finally awarded a medal with no context. <laughs> C. He is reunited with his Wookiee family on Kashyyyk. D, it is unclear what becomes of him after the final battle. <laughs> we forgot. We forgot to tie it up for Chewie. He he gets a medal in the middle of the movie, but at the end of the movie, we don't know. <laughs> the medal's there, but not Chewie. <laughs> yeah. We we see we see Chewbacca's famous desk with his nameplate that says Chewbacca, and the nameplate is turned down. The medal is on it, and Chewbacca is nowhere to be found. <laughs> and his famous fedora is no longer on the coat rack <laughs> to show he has left the office. What does General Hux? So, something about the phrase Chewbacca's famous desk. <laughs> 
it's the it's the resolute desk from National Treasure Two. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that movie's so bad. Ray finds the medal after putting in Chewbacca's birthday. <laughs> what does General Hux do in this movie? A. He betrays the First Order and becomes a resistance spy. Dumb. B. He desperately tries to learn the Jedi arts in order to overcome Kylo. Sounds right. C. He is killed for failing to clone Captain Phasma successfully. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> Captain Phasma. Oh my god. We didn't talk about her. She's fine, but like, why? D. He is shown flying into deep space, leaving room for his return in a future movie. Uh, he, he's desperate to learn the, the Jedi desperate. arts. He's crying. He's <laughs> weeping. He's like, Snoke brain, please. <laughs> Just let me use a lightsaber. Snoke doesn't even have a lightsaber. <laughs> Who appears before Kylo as a ghost? Me. <laughs> A. Luke, who is constantly haunting him. B. Han, who shows him a way to the light. C. Palpatine, who is trying to steal his body. <laughs> please, 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 Leia, who has soundbite conversations that make little to no sense. Oh, God. After you answer this, I have uh, another trivia fact to add. It's gotta be D. I know. I, it's, it's D. So, J.J. Abrams, when he was on a press tour, before, uh, like, hyping up this movie, he was like, of course, Carrie Fisher died, and we were at a loss of what to do to include her in this movie. Then we found... So we were going to do the worst thing possible. <laughs> no, he said, we found a treasure trove of unused clips from The Force Awakens that we were able to piece together, and you won't even be able to tell. It is a miracle it was able to work. <laughs> Keep that in mind. That's the hype I went into this movie with. <laughs> <laughs> How does Leia die in this movie? A. She is blown up by the First Order, this time for good. B. She lays down after reaching out to Kylo through the Force. C. She force projects herself across every planet, rallying support for the Resistance. D. She doesn't die and is seen smiling during the galactic-wide celebration. D. It's D. I've answered D for all of my answers, haven't I? Uh, no. Only... Uh, you said General Hux is seen flying into okay. deep space. Okay, good, 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 good. Let's keep it moving. I have to make dinner. Uh, you answered D for all of them except for thrice. That's fine. <laughs> True or false? <laughs> 
true or false, someone says Palpatine's famous line from episode 3. The dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities, some considered to be unnatural. True. My other thing about... Episode 8 does reframe a lot of lines in better ways, but it does also recycle a lot of lines in a way I don't like. You know what line I'm talking about from episode 3? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I know. Like it's line. Um, true or false? Lando shows up with little to no explanation. Please, God, <laughs> no. He does. I wish he didn't. I was so worried during the Canto Blight scene that it was going to be Lando. You didn't want it to be? I did not want it to be Lando. I was like, just give us something new, please, God. <laughs> True or false? One of the Force ghosts that appears to Ray in this movie is Anakin Skywalker. False. You can't have me holding out for Anakin for this long if he's <laughs> actually here. There's no way. True or false? Someone says, somehow, Snoke has returned. <laughs> yes true i hope these are all true <laughs> true or false kylo has glued his helmet back together <laughs> false oh man him destroying that helmet was such a good moment because right before it kira and i were both talking about how stupid and bad his helmet is <laughs> True or false, the Knights of Ren show up for one scene and are quickly killed. Absolutely true. They're they're the ones that Kylo Ren and uh, Rey fight at the end of the movie. Kylo brings his men and then instantly turns (laughs) on his own men. And then says to Rey, but who were the Knights of Ren? (laughs) (laughs) The Knights of Ren were inside us all along. Snoke lives in my mind as well. And somehow he has returned. <laughs> somehow he has returned. Alright. Kylo and Ray fight them. Alright, time for this green grab question. Hell this yeah. is another very fun one that I think will probably make you scream. <laughs> I'll turn down my gain real quick. Okay, I got to screen grab it again. I thought I saved it. This is forced titty, by the way. I'm sending... Are you saying I'm going to send you forced titty? <laughs> no, I'm telling you I'm doing it. Oh, I'm not looking right now. Hold on. Keep holding. Oh, yep, there we go. <laughs> That's a forced titty if I've ever seen Alright, the screen grab has been sent. I have received it. Wow, this is some wide screen. <laughs> YouTube. Bad YouTube edit. Stop it! <laughs> Fucking... <sighs> Please describe what scene you are seeing. I'm so upset about this. I am so incredibly angry. When, when you said I was going to scream, I thought it was going to be unintelligible. The problem with this shot is it's far too intelligible. <laughs> I understand it, 
fully. And I don't like what's going on at all. It's a tank full of Snoke clones. When you asked me, oh, did they really stop the clone initiative? Is this what you were talking about? (laughs) That the clone initiative is back, but it's just for Snoke? Maybe, maybe. At some point did the at some point did the first order go, No, we shouldn't be training foot soldiers. We should be cloning our elite. We should be cloning our physically handicapped leader without leader. improving his physicality in any way. No. This is some dumb first order base where they're just cloning Snokes. Sure, we'll see this thing destroyed. But, like, it shouldn't have existed in the first place. JJ, were you so proud of Snoke? (laughs) That you were like, I gotta bring him back. People love Snoke. When you go to Disney World, you can get a mug... That when you fill it up and it's with hot liquids, you can see all the little glowing Snokes inside. Do you love that the big dent in Snoke's head appears to be a genetic trait? In all of his clones? (laughs) It's a genetic trait. Dear God. (laughs) This movie is going to suck so bad. Anything else you want to say? There's a dumb ring light in the background. Maybe it's so all the new clone snakes can do Instagram shows on how to put on makeup. (laughs) Dumb ring light for Snoke's Insta. Finsta. (laughs) Finsta as well. He always posts it to his Finsta first to see if it, like, gains any traction. (laughs) And then if if it's good, he uploads it to the real one. Yeah, you got to do it that way. All right, so that is all I have for the conclusion. To the Can I Skywalker skip this one? Can I fully skip this movie and pretend that I watched it? Absolutely not. I will watch this one with you if you want. Oh. <laughs> I've only, this is the one I've seen the least out of every Star Wars movie. Why? I thought it was your yeah. favorite. Why wouldn't you want to watch it more? Really, I just watched the scene with the Snoke tank. Um. <laughs> I gotta go take a Snoke break. <laughs> it's just when you hang by the tank and whisper sweet nothings to it. You know, and there's a little water dispenser in it, too, so you can drink the Snoke juice. <laughs> it's like lemon. <laughs> He's like a lemon in a How tank Man, at Disneyland Star Wars Rise to the Resistance, they should let you sip from the Snoke tank. <laughs> it's just a soda stream but like with green food coloring but you're like oh i got to drink snoke <laughs> juice so please enjoy the some kids are gonna try to vape <laughs> snoke juice <laughs> i've already put one in a jewel <laughs> that's why i have lung cancer um so this big dent is forming in your head, <laughs> and now it's gonna be. Now it's imprinted in my chromosomes. Uh... <laughs> all of your children and all of your children's children will have a cleft skull. 
that was the quiz for Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Come back next week where we will go over the answers and wrap up uh, by deciding if Ethan's a toxic fan or not. Um, this movie will fully <laughs> drop me into full toxicity. <laughs> I was able to stay pure the whole time. This will ruin me. <laughs> And uh, I'm probably going to have to have Rigoletto write the questions for this because he's the biggest fan of this movie that I know. Uh, <laughs> I feel like my questions will be chocolate. Um, all right. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, you And in the meanwhile, you have been listening to the po- to the game show We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. Nice yeah. save. Nice uh, save. Uh, the current score. Ethan's current star. You've been listening. <laughs> The game show waits. <laughs> Kurt score is Ethan seventy three and three quarters. You can follow us on Facebook uh, at We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, or on Twitter at We Ain't Seen It. On Twitter, you can follow Ethan at Powerful Goose, and you can follow him on Letterbox at A Geese. E Geese, and you can follow me on Twitter and uh, Letterbox at Baby Westwee. And remember, <laughs> say it. I'm not gonna say it. I <laughs> bing bingo bongo boyeragans. <laughs> Bye. Set phasers to. Bye.